Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Well, that was a crazy turn of events. You know, a funny thing happens on the way to the power play and... You know, everything was all set up, but, you know, it turns out on the day of performance, it still has performance issues. You know, one, uh, what do they say? Like, like what, one in five doctors say that? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, well, oh, well. You know, I guess me and Al can fire it from the top by taking it back to the show that really, really needs it. And it's called the J360 Hangout. So, let's go ahead and fire it up from the top. Here we go. Okay, fine. We'll team up. I'm J-Man, and this is J360 Hangout, here on... J360 Radio! Hey, what's going on, J360 Legion? How are you all doing today? Uh, this is J-Man, of course, and we're over here on Hangouts 30 right now because the power play is currently taking a chilling rest or something or whatever. I don't know. My, my, uh, my analogs are kind of off tonight, but it's me and Alan here tonight. Say hello, Al. Hello. <laughs> what a wild night, huh? I guess we did get oh, a yeah. Hangouts episode in after all. That's pretty cool. Oh my gosh. Indeed. And meanwhile, I'm... Still playing Alien vs. Predator as we speak. He loved that game. I do. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I think the last time we did a Hangouts episode, you were talking about Alien vs. Predator then, too. And yeah, that so movie, I like Alien vs. That movie yeah. was pretty good. It was. I liked the first movie. Mm-hmm. Now that second like one, a... on the other hand. We don't talk about that one. No, we don't. <laughs> no, we don't. Matter of fact, you know what? It's funny because what were we supposed to handle that on the Monster Fest? Two thousand twenty-four. We will handle that movie. Oh yes, I'm sure because uh, <laughs> at least by then, you know, we're senile enough to nullify everything that went on in that movie. I mean, graphically, oh, it yeah. looked good though. You know, I, I gotta say the movie's uh, surviving grasp on things is that it actually looked pretty good. You know what I mean? But then you, by the time you look past that, you see there's no substance. Yeah. Um, well, it's, did Paul Anderson do the Requiem as well, or do you only do the first one? I think he only did the first one. Oh, that's uh, something when <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm not taking an X that out of this game for a second. Well, that's you know... uh, something. <laughs> That, that says something when Paul Anderson, the person who's like not well known for really good plots in his movies, had more plot than the person who did the second movie. Hey, there is a plot somewhere in it. I don't know when and I don't know why, but there's a plot somewhere. Well, actually, yeah, yeah, there is. Because, um, let's see, if, if I remember correctly, if I remember correctly, the Pred Alien came out of the alien's chat. I mean, no. The Pred Alien came out what? of the Predator's chest. Then it caused a wreckage because it took down the whole damn uh, ship, right? 
and it landed in that rural area because, of course, then it broke out and it started to spread a certain infection. And then that went to the attention of the one predator in the movie that came down to Earth to stop the infestation. Remember? The lone wolf predator? Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. And that's pretty much it. Speaking of that, the question I had from last week was, Jay, when are you getting Aliens Colonial Marines, good sir? Alan, I am trying to repair the power play right now, okay? <laughs> Look, <laughs> video games are just going to have to wait until we get something to work with here, because that damn motherboard was getting kind of warm, if you ask me. We could have roasted marshmallows and everything off of it. Yeah, um, was that off your main? Wait, no, that was just off your laptop, correct? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. All right, good. So, during the Steam summer sales, if you don't get Aliens Colonial Marines by summer, I will gift you it on PC so you can finally play it. You really want me to play that damn game, don't you? I really do, because yeah. I, I, I want to play it. I don't want to play it alone. You are going to have to, young man, you're going to have to start doing some stuff on your own. I mean, for real. Like, I do every week. What are you trying to do? Yo, I, I okay. I played every Alien game, but this one. I don't want to, like, experience this, uh... I don't know. I heard it was really bad, but I don't know. I want to experience this game firsthand. I want to see if it's underrated. <laughs> For now on, don't ever mention me in the term experience again. Do you understand? <laughs> don't you, you want to have, like, an, a really great Alien experience? Never. And a, not with you either, sicko. That stuff comes out your chest. Yeah. And not only that, it puts an embryo in your mouth. I mean, you go, you gonna start putting oral care in my mouth like that, man. I gotta go to dinner first. That's something about this isn't right. Well, you know, you could just say that the aliens were really desperate for you to brush your teeth and, like, give you Colgate. Puts the embryo in my throat, man. No, what are you talking it's... about? No, it's not what you think. It's, it's exactly the... what I think. What the hell are you talking about? No, I'm surprised the dinosaurs don't spin this, right? And, like, you know, the facehuggers actually put the embryo, but it's actually a tube of Colgate toothpaste in your mouth. It's saying, not hey, Colgate, and it's not toothpaste. <laughs> okay? You're sick. No, it's, it's, a tube, it's a tube of Colgate. I'm telling don't you. Don't even try it, man. They're trying to watch out for your dental hygiene. You should respect no, these animals. And secondly, you know what you sound like? You sound like you're a real part of that tribe. When's your whole thing busting out of your chest, Al? I'm expected next week. Well, well, you know what? Cheers to being a lucky, um, lucky host. Yeah, don't worry about the spare parts of this. Fill me back up. It's all good. Oh come on, man! It's not the plot of Alien Resurrection, which, by the way, I think is a decent film. I liked it. was okay. It. I didn't hate it. Yeah. But whatever the hell that thing was coming up at the end, remember? Where it was making all that, the, the sounds and stuff. Like, 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 like it was like uh, kitten sounds or something like that. You know that ugly piece of crap. But what was it? The hybrid? That's what it was Wait, called, yeah. Was it by Nona Ryder, like a cyborg? No, no, man. Let's talk about where the movie was good. I'm talking about, <laughs> like, um... You know, whatever the hell that, that, that baby thing was, the infant, that, you know, that, that, that thing that had a human's face but a big-ass head. Either way, the kids will make fun of it. Just wanted to be liked. Just wanted to be loved. Yeah. 
I mean, you know, Brad Dorf was up there in the, in the nest, all like, all like saying, what a beautiful little baby. That damn thing wasn't little, Al. No, it wasn't. But, yeah. um. It, it was all making them noises, too, like, like, like soft cat sounds. I can't do it because, you know, I'm not going to make that sound effect. But it sounded like some sound you would make. What are you trying to say? <laughs> you know exactly what I'm trying to say. Uh, but, um, no, I, I didn't hate Resurrection. I thought it was okay. Um, oh, speaking of that, um, um, speaking of going into uh, movies and stuff like that, I actually just recently saw, um, I saw Spiral Saturday, finally. Good movie, too, man. You want to play some motherfucking games? <laughs> um. No, I was I was surprised how good it was. Like, um, from what I heard, like Saw fans like hated it. I don't know. I thought it was okay. Like, it was a nice side story to it. I think. I, um, yeah, it wasn't as gory as the first um as the Saw movies. And to be honest, I think that was a good thing. Yeah, ain't nothing wrong with a little difference. Yeah, it's just like I don't know. Like when I saw Saw Four, and the first thing you see is the freaking like. Like what was it? The, the um, autopsy scene. Yeah, I just turned off the movie. You know, I was like for a while. I I didn't even. I came back to it like a week later. I'm like, ugh, I just, I don't know. It's just like too much gore. Like sometimes it just just becomes like off putting and gross. And yeah, it just didn't creep me out or anything. It was just like, ugh, just too much. And yeah, no, this movie had it. Surely had a pretty good detective story and everything like that. And was pretty well done except for the plot twist was a little bit too easy to know what was going on with it but it was all good it wasn't original but it was fine i actually liked it Mm -hmm. and it's good to hear that that's a breath of fresh air coming from you son because usually you don't like certain movies and not only that everybody's on that scream five kick now (sighs) okay i never liked scream i like I don't know. It, the first couple movies were okay. Does it really need to keep going? Well, it's a whole new trilogy coming now. It's supposed to be... This is supposed to start off a whole new set of things because number six is on its way and you know there's going to be a number seven after the number six, so yeah. Eh, could be worse. It could be like Child's Play again. Well, I mean, Chucky I know has a series now, so... I, I don't get why. It was actually pretty decent. Like, now it's coming back with a second season. So, hey, maybe things could actually get solved this time around outside of us actually enjoying Chucky. But, you know, Chucky hasn't been a threat since, um, what, the not, the sixth movie and the seventh movie? So it picks off from that. I feel like Leprechaun should have been more successful than Chucky should have been. Yeah, but he went into space, Al. There was no coming anyway. back. Well, and he went to the hood. Well, twice. Those were awesome movies. I don't care what people say. <laughs> yeah, and then he uh, had an Origins film, and WWE, well, you know, your favorite company, did that one. <sighs> God, that was a letdown. And then he came back in Leprechaun Returns, which allegedly ignores everything else except for the first one, so... It's a different leprechaun this time, and I heard it was actually pretty decent. I think I think they should have remembered back into the hood. I think that would have been very essential for the series. 
True. He him coming back from the hood, causing more trouble than a little bit. By the way, wasn't that crazy? Like where he broke the girl's jaw to get the gold. Yeah. I thought that was wild. Yeah, it was pretty wild. Um, but well, yeah. Well, what do you expect? She like literally like didn't they like didn't they use like the uh, the leprechaun's gold to make teeth? Well, she melted it in her tooth. Well, then, well, yeah, he had every right to do that. It's his gold. It's his property. Oh, see, look, man, you can't just be running around owning property, Al. But it was his gold. It didn't matter. Somebody else found it, man. <laughs> All right? You know, look, look, look. I, I, I know, because this is March, and this is my time to do that. When I'm going to get some gold, Alan, I'm going to go get some gold. All right? It's him oh, or me. Bet. I got four leaf clovers, and I'm battling him every step of the way. I'm lucky this time. Do you understand? Better not let him know. Oh, he's going to know because, see, the thing about it is he's going to chase that gold. Now, I ain't crazy enough to melt the gold down and put it in my mouth or anything. Hell no, it's dirty. But I will tell you this. Fight him to the death a little bit. Stand my ground, if you will. (laughs) And then knock A little bastard ain't getting up anytime soon, and by that point, I ran to another area. I mean, uh, as I said, I mean, at least with Leprechaun, like, he actually is a more bigger threat than, like, a a demon-possessed doll. Well, well, Chucky's not demon-possessed. He's he's serial killer-possessed, but I agree with what you're saying. But that's ridiculous. It doesn't matter if you're serial possessed or whatever. You're still a doll. You have no strength. There's no strength coming oh, out of God. No. He, he, he got some strength now. <laughs> I, I know, but what I'm seeing is the entire concept is ridiculous. At least with Leprechaun, it makes sense because, like, you know, he's a creature. You know, he's like, uh, he's a mythical creature with strength. It, it makes sense. But <laughs> yeah, he ugly but, as shit though. What are you kidding? He gets all the ladies. Are uh, you kidding well, me? Well, 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 yeah, he he is a bit of a pimp. But the thing about it is, he ugly as shit, though, bro. I mean, like, I mean, he, I mean, he went to the hood, man. I mean, yeah, and he came back to the hood. But the thing is, all the peep, all this time, though, it's usually the ones that find the gold. When you find the gold, though, that's when you mess up. So. All right, I gotta, I gotta know which one do you think was better, though, Leprechaun in space or uh, Dracula three thousand? <laughs> Leprechaun in space, bro. No, no, Dracula three thousand. All see, why'd you ask me then? No, 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 no. See, see, what you don't understand is, at least with Leprechaun in space, there was a hot alien princess in there, and he got that ass. I know, but in Dracula 3000, you had Coolio as a vampire for like 10 minutes. Yeah, you had Casper Van Dien in there for like 10 minutes as the descendant to Van Helsing, <laughs> and still nothing happened from that, because in the next scenes afterwards, he's dead. Well, you know, it was a, you couldn't handle it. It was a startling realization. Yeah, apparently not. You know, he's kind of had, um... God, what happened to him? I mean, he made that Tarzan movie, and then he started doing all these other kind of movies. Direct-to-DVD releases. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, you know what? You get paid for them, so what do you... You know, I don't see, like... You know, Josh Hartnett did a lot of those for a while. Well, yeah, I get that, but you see, the thing is, it's like, but Josh Harnett was still marketable, right? Whereas, like, Casper Van Dien, you know, he pops up in those movies, and 
I don't know. Maybe he likes it. Maybe it's a more lucrative process. I, I don't know. Maybe you're right. Well, maybe it's like um, Hartman did a lot of the direct DVDs because he wanted to be with his family. He didn't want like that huge limelight going on. He didn't want to be like one of those actors, like, you know, where everything's being watched. So he kind of like kept a low profile and maybe the guy felt the same way. Hmm. You know, you know like maybe. I'm thinking about it, like, like think where you can pick what project you want to be and see the, you know, the screening locations. It's, you know, maybe somewhere near home, the schedule, you know, the, the shooting schedule is easier so they can go home to his family. There, there's a lot that goes on to that, so... You should know you giving him some good cred and I understand. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. You know, you should who know. Knows? He probably builds houses. I mean, you know, <laughs> what? maybe he probably does probably sells insurance. Yeah, he could. But I said, well, how much, um, when you do those rec DVDs, like if you're the main like star of it, how much do you think you get on that on average? Hmm. Depends on the movie and depends on where it's being distributed. That's more of a that's more of a far reach there. I mean, I mean, if you like shoot for like three days and you get like thirty thousand dollars, like uh, <laughs> that's a lot, man. So somebody's taking a cut if you're getting thirty thousand. Well, well, I mean, I'm trying to think. Um, well, how much do you think they make then on average if you're like the lead role? Oh, okay. If it's above the line. I want to say at least twenty. No, fifteen maybe. I don't know. It's it's like I said. It really depends on like what the movie is and how big it is. I know, but even if it's like fifteen thousand, you still. I could say are... roughly about fifteen, maybe. But then again, like it's the above the line against the below the line. So. Yeah, but still fifteen thousand for like three to four five days of shooting. And then you got to figure know. the sales. Because there's, there's oh, money after the movie sold, too, so it's like, hmm. Or stream, or, like, do they get paid if it's, like, on a streaming platform? That's still questionable. <laughs> I mean, you gotta consider they have, they gotta have some type of cut on it. Oh, of course. Especially after all the stuff they do and everything else, but, like I said, once again, it varies. And if the person's union, you're going to be paying that nice rate, too, anyway. So it just depends. Mm. So, um... But then again, yeah. I like to think that he is making a... I don't know, man. See, there's a movie that... You, you've seen Starship Troopers before, right? Remember how good that was? You know, funny that you've said that. I was not the biggest Starship Troopers fan at all. Oh, it's like that? It was okay, but I, I never understood, like, the cult following behind it. Well, then we're going to have to watch it again, Alan. We're going to have to dive into the greatness again. Wasn't the dude from Shasta McNassie on there for a while? Well, yeah, but, but also, also, it's directed by the same man who directed RoboCop. And it's a brilliant piece of satire that everybody needs to watch. Especially, like, you know, the first one. Because there's sequels well, the to it, too. The sequels were horrible. Hold up, hold up now, hold up now. Don't be talking about the sequels to that otherwise perfect film. Don't you do it. Wait, was Casper Van Dien like the lead guy in that? Yeah, he was the lead guy. He was Johnny Rico in um, the first one. And then wasn't he, he was, in, what? Wasn't he in Wrong Turn 2? 
You know, I hate those movies. Why, why would I talk about them? I hated them. That was like... <laughs> oh, I, I only saw the long term too, and I don't even remember how I saw it. Chances <laughs> are he help. probably was in that, but it's not someone, important. So, hold on, let me see who was in it, because I know someone from Starship Troopers was in it. Yeah, but he wasn't in the second Starship Troopers. He's, he was in the third one, and the third one was okay. It took a while to get to the most important part where they're all in mechs and stuff. Now, that was awesome. Marauder program. No, I don't want Wrong Turn. To, wait, they're doing Wait, there's a remake of Wrong Turn? Yes, that's coming. That's actually a thing. <sighs> no, it's already out, apparently. Um, yeah, that's actually a thing, like I said. And you know how I feel about those movies. Well, I'm going to find out who's in this. But you know what? Oh. They're still going to find a way on the Monster Fest. Okay, he was in. Well, never mind. He was not in it. Um... <laughs> well, he was in a hundred mile per hour winds, and that was a very interesting piece. In Christmas Twister, <laughs> of course, I like Christmas Twister though. That, that movie is just funny. <laughs> you know what I mean? Some some movies, you know, they they don't need to be on the big screen, and it's fine that they're on the streaming platforms. And it gives you something to look at and laugh. So I guess at the end of the day, that is an achievement. But it was called Christmas Twister. <laughs> okay. Henry Rollins was in that movie, though. Which one? Um, Henry Rollins, um, he was the lead singer of Black Flag. He was, a man, he was like the bad A person in Wrong Turn 2. Oh, I know that. He was also in, you know, the great Def Jam's Fight for New York. Was he? Yes. Henry Rollins? Yes. I already know who he is. I'm just like, I, I, you know, I didn't know he was in that movie, though. He was. Oh, my gosh. He was. Yeah. And he was the voice of Mace Griffin, Bounty Hunter. What? Yes. I was actually playing that game the other day. It's pretty good. I Um, told you, man, it's time for Def Jam's fight for Atlanta. It's coming. It's happening. No, forget that. We need a Mace Griffin. No, no, that is going to happen, damn it. I've... uh, no, Mace Griffin, Bounty Hunter 2. You need it. Okay, you know, both. Why not both, man? All right, all right, deal. But like I said, Def Jam's Fight for Atlanta's coming first. That is a damn fine game, especially on paper. But when it gets made, ooh, when it gets made, I can't wait. I want more of it to be like Vendetta more than Fight for New York. First off, don't you do that, man. All right? That's like, you you know what? In a world where you can get anything you want, you would want to have your apples and bananas, all right? And you see, whereas Vendetta is more or less like the apple, you see that you also need some potassium, which is where Fight for New York comes into play. And it's fruit, and they're both good for you. Take both of them, sir. That's what I'd say. But not only that, but Fight for New York was just that much better. I'm sorry, Al. All right, deal with it. All right, fair enough. All right. Don't make me bring out the oranges. I'm going to download a really weird Sega Genesis game during this show. Of course you would. And as I'm sitting here thinking and hoping that we can actually get another Power Play episode up and running, which we are, I'll, I'll figure it out. What it is that the encoder was running on a little too higher than usual? I mean, I you know, honestly, like, I have the ability to do things in 4K, but I choose not to. 4K is great. After you convert it. 
beautiful stuff don't get me wrong but i mean like when you carry that stuff around from time to time and you know damn well there's other parts of the computer that can't handle it it'll let you know <laughs> but it's my still issue pretty with, good though hmm? my issue is like not a lot of don't get me wrong 4k is awesome but i just don't need it right you know like yeah, I mean, I was, I'm was i still using 1080 for my like main TVs, and I was looking at a 4K TV today, and I'm just like, nah, not yet. I mean, not a lot of games are overly supportive of 4K yet, so not really. Yeah, but you want to know what's funny? The fact that they are trying to push 8K on us. Okay, now they're pushing it. Mm-hmm. They got cameras that film up to 6K, but I'm always like, okay, guess what? That also means I have to go back and look at the hardware that I currently have, and then I have to go ahead and shell out what can handle that. And then, of course, That's you know, like, the way people can see things, I mean, I don't know. Is the, I don't know. I think the footage in, like, IMAXs are around that, though. So, But hell, I, know, I haven't but... seen an IMAX around this area in a while, where I'm currently at. They have one of them. Yeah, I know. Well, let's, let's, like, like, let's go one, you know, don't they shouldn't rush the AK. Let's just establish 4K and get that like the main thing first, and then eventually move on to AK because 4K hasn't even been like a main thing yet. Like, you know, video games are just starting 4K. Like, you know, and it's like we don't need AK yet. Not at least for another five, six years. Yeah, but you know how it goes, man. Every what is it? Every 16 weeks. So, so it yeah. has to be like every 16 weeks with new technology and all that jazz. I mean, in a way, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I know how I like to talk about my PlayStation 5. Doing it for the last time, though. I know. So but I got to talk about you, it again. But can but you imagine downloading a game? They kind of pushed that on us. Anyway, you, what you were saying? Can you imagine downloading a game in 8K? How yeah. big that file size yeah, would that, be? That, that would take pretty much like three days. <laughs> You know, for yeah. we're getting the DLC and the season pass on it. <laughs> yeah. And then of course, you know, five, because we got to get the patch on it. And you'll need a new hard drive for the game. So six days then. Yeah. So well, it's just it, like... Yeah. Like, I mean, seriously, just from 1080, right? For NBA 2K20, it's like 84 megabytes. NBA 2K21 on PS5 was like 110 gigabytes. For the game, so mm-hmm. if it, if it, if they went like 8K visuals and you know 2K does a compressor files, it'll probably be like a terabyte at that point. Yeah, see, at that point, I'm a full-on PC gamer. Then and even then, it's like, mm, nope. <laughs> yeah, it's like, well, no, I mean, even with PC stuff they install, well, at least with PC and stuff, they at least know how to compress the files enough that. Yeah, the install size will be bigger, but at least you don't have to download the full, like, you know, whatever. It's, I don't know, they just need to learn to compress their files. Well, Especially when you're right, downloading. It's all about the pixels and colors. <sighs> the colors, know. man! The colors! I know, it's just, yeah, I mean, it's getting to a point where the best part of, like, gaming for a while was we didn't have to deal with, like, memory cards and space, and now we're dealing with space again. <laughs> Well, yes. I mean, that wasn't ever going to go anywhere unless you wanted to use the cloud. Remember, cloud. It's great. Remember, remember how cool like Xbox the original was, where it's like 
you could like install like you could have like unlimited game saves and you didn't have to worry about that. That was fantastic. Wasn't it though? Yeah. It, it seems so simple then. I still stand by. I think like the original Xbox was probably one of the most underrated. It was underrated. Like it really should have been more. And I kind of, I kind of think Microsoft kind of like rushed the 360 out too fast. I think the Xbox should have been around for another couple of years before they did that. Yes, but remember, sixteen weeks, Alan. Remember that new technology must be thrown at the masses. Remember that the PlayStation 5 and the Series X weren't rushed to us. They came right on time, especially when we didn't have the money. No, I mean, to be honest, like, if the world was fine, there probably wouldn't have been a problem for a new console. But the thing is, the entire world went to complete heck in 2020, and they still released the consoles, which they really shouldn't have done. And they did rush it. They didn't even announce a price till like two months before the consoles were released, or something. Like, yes, Alan, and I like how you're really showing self control. I'm proud of you, man. But you know damn well it was hell. And indeed, yes, they did rush. I'm being sarcastic. And you know something? When my invitation came in the mail, oh Jesus! I paused for a minute. I thought to myself, that's not a Series X. But I went for it anyway. It's oh, a lottery, Al. Series X. It's a lottery, son. You gotta <laughs> be in it to win it. Just like you about to win yours. Eventually, yours will come in. Of course, everybody moved on to the PlayStation 6 by then, but, you know, it'll, it'll be here. Son. Three months. Three months. You know... You know I'm right. You come late I'm to just, these things. I'm just kidding. I do. Well, like, I didn't get my what, Xbox One until 2021, and I didn't get my um, PS4 until 2021. Well, I was talking about the PlayStation 4, Al, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Same thing goes for your Xbox One. And don't worry, I still play my Xbox. I do. I just love how, I just love how you're like, because you have a PlayStation 5 and PS4, you're, you're above the Microsoft team. What? You're like, oh, I still play my Xbox, but it's time to say goodbye. I'm all in on Sony. It's like, nah, man. Hey, hey, hey. When have you ever seen me do such a thing other than uh, brag about it? Hold on. Let me let me grab my list of stuff here. Um. Uh-huh. Keep in mind, folks, me and him have been brothers for 15 or so years. That's one all hell right. of a long list. You, um, I still remember the 360 PS3 era. You more play, I mean, you played 360 for a little bit because I was playing a lot of it. But then once I got a PlayStation 3, you just never really played the 360 anymore for a while. Um, I had a PlayStation 3, pal. I mean, you know, I was going to play that. I mean, to be fair, I stopped playing my 360 for like years. Like, even before my like four year hiatus um, from gaming, like, I didn't even like touch it uh, for years because, uh, I had the really crummy, like, um, white 360, the one with, like, didn't even have an HDMI cable. So it was like... Yes, I remember. So I was still playing original Xbox during that time as well, so it's like, I didn't like pulling the plug of everything to play my 360, so I just 
play so i just bought everything on playstation 3 plus the online was free at the time so for me it was like a win-win for me oh well that's good man i'm glad you're over there stroking your ego now go back to talking about what i did wrong i'm just messing (laughs) it has to be about me me and only me i'm I'm just kidding you know, to be fair, though, uh, like, I did have a... Well, you see, I got my Xbox 360 a little bit after you got yours. So, like, yeah, I remember. It might have had HDMI and all that stuff, but I remember that one day it got the Red Ring of Death, and it was unexplained, and I was like, damn it! But then I had, yeah. I ended up getting that sweet Gears of War one, though. I was like, yes! Oh. That's what I meant. I still remember my last along yours, and I was all happy about it. And then, like, I got off work one day to play it, and then red light. I'm like, I hate life so much right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yo, man, when I got that sweet red Gears of War one, I was like, yes, this is okay. Everything is complete. Yeah. Well, I got my Halo Xbox One, so. Oh, listen to you. Well, guess what, man? I still got my Gears of War Xbox sitting there looking at me. I, I'm proud of it. You know what I mean? I, I'll I train you. Dearly. No, 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 no. You, you keep your stuff. I don't think so. Nope. J-Man's not trading his great stuff. And I still got my Xbox One over there, too. I was happy when I got that thing. I was like, yeah, that was a nice, nice score on that one. The world was right then. You could get anything out of anywhere. The only thing you couldn't find at the time was a Switch, but now I see Switches everywhere ever since I got this PlayStation 5. But I ain't buying it, though. The heck with Nintendo. Yes, I said it! The heck with them! Uh Uh-uh. They don't need my money. Somebody's getting my money. What? I thought you said Nintendo. I'm like, nah, Nintendo does not deserve your money. You damn right they don't. Finally, we agree on something. Yeah, I still can't believe my fiance decided to get a Switch. I'm still laughing at her about it. She doesn't play it anymore. Oh, well, well you see, you didn't have to shame the girl, man. I mean, God, thanks. Huh? No, no, no. She, she, you know, she was like, what console should I get? I only have this certain limited funding. And she's like, I'm going to get a Switch because it's the cheapest. And I'm like, oh, you don't even know. Like, you don't even know. So she gets it, and then she's like, why are all the Switch games expensive? Well. And I'm like, it's a Nintendo product. That's that's what happens. It's well. like, I mean, <laughs> unless unless it was the Nintendo Wii, which I don't think their stuff was as expensive, but like, um, yeah, GameCube stuff was generally higher than like Xbox or PS2. Um, right. Bound to happen. So her attempting of saving on console buying actually ended up being more expensive at the end. So I thought that was pretty hilarious. It is hilarious, man. She fell right to the trap. Yeah, she should have just gotten. She should have been like a normal person and got a PS4 or Xbox One. Normal people, Alan. Normal people don't buy PlayStation Fours. They have PCs. <laughs> well, she plays PC though. To be fair, so see that's a good thing. Ain't nothing wrong with that. But yeah. Spend that money for that switch, though. You know, hey, guess what? At least she can go ahead yeah. and uh, 
play Genesis games and um, N64 games. <laughs> yeah, she has that. Um, yeah, she has that thing where you know you pay. She is getting that expansion pack, whatever deal thing is. So it ain't a know, deal though. No, but she gets to play Crackdown online. So. <laughs> Wait, is Crackdown even on that list? I hope it is. Hold on. It might be, but still, like, <laughs> uh, that's why you gotta stay out of trap and really know what the hell you're buying, ladies and gentlemen. Hold on. Uh... And my God, that is wild. That is how you don't do it. Well, look I that up. Here, though, and I look over at one of my free games. By the way, that Team Sonic Racing game is actually pretty good. I'm looking up the Genesis list right now. Hold on. Oh, yeah? You know, oh, yeah. I got this. People are it's excited fair. about that, but they could have easily bought that whole Sega Genesis collection on disc. I bought it on Steam. <laughs> like, for like five bucks. Um, and the Genesis collection, I have it on PS2 as well. I need to get the Xbox One and PS4 version, though. Right. Uh, I'm trying to see what it has. It does not have Crackdown. What? All right. Um, it has... Hold on. Yeah, so... I mean, it has decent games, but remember how it was trying to sell you Oh, it has, like, online, like, you know, compatibility with these games? Yeah. Um, other than, like... Other than like Streets of Rage and I guess um, um, what was the other game? Um, and Contra and um, Gunstar, all these are like one-player games. See, that's how you do it. Stay a soloist. Oh yeah, because I can't wait to play Shining Force Online or Fancy Star Four. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I mean, you gotta love it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, if they included more, like, if they included, like, 30 or 40 games on it, like, including, like, stuff like NHL 94 or something like that, I think that would be so worth it. Like, beyond worth it, but they don't, so. I mean, that's that's hilarious, though. I mean, like... After all that. But you know what, though? It seems like modern gaming doesn't seem to understand what couch uh, multiplayer is. Yeah, like... I miss original couch co-op play and all that stuff. Like, that stuff was just awesome, you know what I mean? You have a party, you have N64, Xbox there, you got pizza on the side, and maybe a couple of sodas. The evening was set, man. Yeah, I mean, true. I mean, I that with a couple friends back in the day but i kind of like online play it's still fun it is but at the same time though when you know when it's you in the room and stuff like that along with somebody else it's like hey we're gonna do this or what are we gonna beat the crap out of mr x and make the streets unraged is that what we're gonna do but we did do that though on ps3 <laughs> well they didn't see it on the power play and hopefully after that thing gets repaired and cooled down we can do that <laughs> yeah, we did it. We did it after the show. We did that on, uh, what was that, The Simpsons? I'm trying to think what game we were playing Look, for the power we play. Saved, we saved Maggie, yes. Yes, we did. Yeah, I still remember, like, day one, 
I was like all into it. And then I was like, should I get it? And you post it on Facebook. Are we going to say Maggie or what? I'm like, okay. And then we did. See, that, that was awesome. See, that's something yeah. we got to do again, man. First chance we get. I mean, like, uh, God, you know, I know you're not really a Street Fighter fan like I am, but you are definitely about the King of Fighters. We should go ahead Damn. and get at least one of the latest King of Fighters and go play that thing. Oh, by the I way, can I get played, one of them. played King of Fighters like... 98. It was good. But you were saying? Yeah, I can grab one of those, like, uh, tomorrow. Oh, see, now you won't go ahead and make it tomorrow. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'll see what I can do. Uh, I'll take a look around and see. I, we are any I, of those... I, heard fifth, I heard 15 was really good, but I know that 14 was pretty beast. Um, 14. Gotta quit to Nukem 3D for a second to take a look at this. $19.99, that is a good price. So hold on, let's see here. Out of stock? Oh, all right. Um, well, hey, man, I mean, that's just what happened. The game did just come out and all, and it's not for the faint uh, of heart. You really got to know your combos and everything in the King of Fighters realm. Yeah. But then again, you need to know that stuff in Street Fighter as well. And then now that I think about it, you still owe me a virtual fighter match. Yeah, let's go ahead and take a look at the list of things that Allo's J-Man, huh? Huh? Yeah. While I'm here. Oh, yeah, yeah, here. you about do, son. You you need to go... Oh, by the way, we need to go ahead and do that DOA fight again, too, because I'm about to review those movies, and... Yeah. Wait, DOA, uh, which one? Five or four, or... Any of them, pal. Uh... The only one I didn't buy was six. I should go ahead and get that though. Let's see how much it is on. Don't these games like have like a ridiculous amount of DLC? Well, yeah, and I know you have to pay for all that stuff and everything, but you don't really have to buy it. I mean, you know what I'm saying? You don't have to buy it. You just play the game. Whatever happened to just playing the damn game? I know. I will probably end up getting it though, because I love I mean, DOA. I've I've not played DOA since like, uh, what was it like Ultimate? DOA yeah, Two Ultimate. We could, yeah, we could actually use that. That'd be great. I still can't remember the last time we did it, so why not? Um, the servers are dead. You can't play it anymore. Xbox Live 1.0 is gone. No. Think, gosh, it's 2010. <laughs> No. <laughs> no. It couldn't have been. How could I have not known this? How could this be? Actually, I, I totally get it, Al. Uh, see, the thing about it is is that that's still a damn fine game to play. And, yeah, you know, I'd like to play I mean, it again. Right? I know. I, well, what's cool, though, is I actually heard that uh, <clears throat> there is an Xbox Live like revamp thing that they're doing. Like, there's like they're gonna emulate Xbox Live like 1.0 or something. They're working on it, and eventually, probably DOA will make that list. DOA should make that list. Yeah, I'm just hoping for Unreal Championship personally, which apparently is working now. So, fingers crossed for that to be launched. See, see, see. Look, how come you can have your good stuff and I can't? You know what I mean? 
I just want to have a nice game where, you know what, I can beat the hell out of my friends. And, you know, well, I don't drink soda anymore, but I can beat the hell out of my friends and drink a nice water and think about the good old days. I still drink soda. Dumps it all over you. Oh, oh yeah, you would like to go ahead and do a damn WWE promo at this point. No, that was from Angels in the Outfield, remember? I need club soda. I have soda. Dumps all over the guy. You know, I haven't seen that movie in a long time. It's best that you don't. <laughs> no, no, no. We, you know what? Put that on the list, Al. Since we're not getting uh, MLB on time, I'm not talking about the game. I'm talking about the actual season. We might as well go ahead and watch Angels in the Outfield, too. <laughs> you know what I mean? Danny Cooper's finest. Wouldn't that be great? There was an Angels in the Outfield to Rogers Revenge or something. And there he comes an back Angel as in the Outfield too. No, we're not counting that one. No, I'm talking about like Angels in the Outfield too, like Rogers Revenge or something, and he comes back as like a angry thirty three year old not having faith in Angels anymore. Right. <laughs> and Christopher Lloyd's like, Roger, why don't you believe anymore? You angels didn't help me in life, but my father left me. Yeah, but they did. They gave him Danny Glover. I know, but then he died and saw it. Look, man. <laughs> you, you shouldn't be talking about what really happened. You, you need to make it seem like he had a good life in the end. Right? Or, or you could, Him or you and Lil said, PJ. Right, how about this? Oh, my dad left me because you, cause you, um, you gone fishing. See, oh that, 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 see, that's messed up, man. You know, hey, that movie is... His off. dad's a cop on the off What are you talking about? He oh hangs goodness, out with Mel Gibson. Oh, do you remember, um... Do you remember God Fishing? Yeah, that was a good movie. That movie was so stupid. It was awesome. It was a great movie, though. It was him and Joe Pesci, and they were gone fishing and got involved in all sorts of misadventures. Oh, do you and managed to have my... two hot babes, too. Oh, I remember when they gave her the luck. Yeah. And they looked like they were, like, nauseous. <laughs> well, you, you know. <laughs> but I actually enjoyed that movie. But they were happily married. Why were they giving this lady... Why were they, why were they giving the young ladies a look? Alan, you better ask somebody else, man. If I gotta tell you how this stuff goes now, uh... <laughs> you know damn why they were looking. You know damn why. <laughs> No, but that guy was kind. Those women's moms out of money. Wait, did he? Wait, wait, wait! Did he kill the women, or did he just take their money? He took the money. You know, they, they don't kill nobody in those kind of movies. Yeah, <laughs> I think the women would have died if they gave if uh, he gave the Joe Pesci look to them. <laughs> <laughs> you know. I, I, you know what? Nah, I'm leaving it alone, man. That's sick. I'm leaving it alone. But hey, that least, is definitely yeah. going to be on the movies on the movies list of things we cover and stuff. Wait, wait, wait. So was like Willie Nelson was like randomly chilling out in the swamp the entire time for like years, and then he like vanishes to give him a boat. Why are you worried about the plot? That was a cool scene. That was not a cool scene. That scene was ridiculous. No, it was a cool scene, man. The boat was there for them in hopes that they would find it. That whole thing worked out like a charm. But then how did Willie Nelson go back to, like, where he was? 
Willie Nelson got powers. Did he have a cell phone on him? He got magic, dude. He doesn't need any of that stuff. Don't you know when you're one with nature, you can do incredible things? And that movie proves it. <laughs> well, they're going to have to pay for, like, the destroyed hotel and the boat. Well, yeah, but he, he got magic. It don't matter. It's all taken care of. Willie Nelson, didn't pay. Willie Nelson didn't pay for it. What are we talking about Willie Nelson, then? I'm scared. <laughs> no, I mean, think about it. So during this journey, they completely destroyed like that one fishing boat, and then they completely destroyed that hotel room. I don't know why you're so upset about this. This works like a charm. This is a very cool setup. I know, but how are they heroes then? Like, they, they're probably broke now, you know? No, they were paid off, Al. After they saved the day, they got their picture taken, and they managed to go fishing. I like that like, they got some money. From who? Like the women? Like like a million dollars to like replace the hotel room and like the boat? They don't need to replace the hotel room and the boat. It's insured. The boat was not insured. The boat was not insured. Oh sure it was, Al. I I bet it was. I bet it was insured to the point where they don't ever have to worry about any of these little plot holes you're throwing in here to try to make a point. No, man. No, they said, like, did they only destroyed their room, or I thought they set the entire building on fire. No, they destroyed other people's rooms, Al. I mean, come on, man. We don't have to well, really engage this story and cover any more bases. It's been done. Well, Danny Glover needs to stop sleepwalking, that's for sure. No, 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 no. See, that was a funny scene. Come on, man. That, that was beautiful. The way that went down, that was hilarious. So, is he, like, secretly an arsonist? Alan, you can do anything in your sleep, man. Don't you know? You just ain't supposed to wake anybody up. That's how sleepwalking works. So, Let so them Danny, do what they gotta do. But it wasn't an accident. It was intentional. So the first thing on his mind when he's sleepwalking in a different state of mind was to start the place on fire. So, so does he like have a secret like life as an arsonist? We all have a past, Al. I would get that from Joe Pesci, but not Danny Glover. I would get that from Danny Glover because Danny Glover's just as crazy too. Yeah, true, true, true. I mean, you've seen Death at a Funeral, haven't you? No, I haven't. Oh, you're gonna have to watch that sometime. That stuff was wild. Put it on the Tubi list. I shall. Yeah, yeah, because he. <laughs> oh man, he he played as the crotchety old uncle that was beating the hell out of Tracy Morgan and stuff. He said, what the hell is going on? <laughs> oh, man. And then Tracy Morgan tried to get him on the toilet. Because so, you see in the movie, in the movie, he he was in the wheelchair. He's, you know, he can't go, get around as much as he used to. So he needs help with that. And then he ended up shitting in Tracy Morgan's ass. Oh, man. Especially after he yelled at him. And then, like, there's another scene in there where you realize that he just as crazy as can be. But I'm going to hold off on that because you need to watch that movie. But, yeah, Death at a Funeral with Chris Rock and Martin Lawrence in it. That was a damn fine film. I enjoyed it. Oh, oh for sure. I'll have to give it a watch. Um, <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, yeah, you, you, you know, um, speaking of which, 
I heard that they wanted to go ahead and make a Lethal Weapon 5 and Mel Gibson was eager to return, and I'm like, no, 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 these dudes are way too old now. Leave it uh, Mel, Well, Mel Gibson kind of went insane, though, for a while. Well, yeah, but, I mean, you tried directing a Jesus movie and getting over the top with it. Well, no, I was talking the Patriot games. No, 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 man, the Patriot. Yeah, the Patriot, when he was, like, axing the dude over and over and over again. Where he was, what? Yeah, he, like, killed the dude and took an axe and he chopped him over and over and over again. No, I was talking about Mel Gibson after the Passion was made and he was full-on religious and went nuts. I mean, all those cycles of him. Yeah. What the hell happened on the set of Lethal Weapon 4? Joe Pesci. No, 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 no. See, that's too easy. You, you were waiting to crack that one out. I know you are. I can feel you smiling right there. Yeah, you, you were like, yeah, Joe Pesci. But you got to get him. Well, okay, if you were working like, on a movie set for like 10 hours, and you just see Joe Pesci going over to catering and just whining about the food for like 10 hours, going, oh, you got these meatballs, and stuff like that, or oh... I want a club soda, like, in that voice. I would go insane, too. Well, fortunately, you're not part of catering, so you don't have to ever, ever worry about that. And, and it, secondly, it would I be even know. funnier if it was him and Patton Oswald having a, having a whole conversation over there with their distinct voices and the way they do things. That would be know. hilarious. I don't know. The way Tovachi acts sometimes really good. But it, does it not seem like he would be like this guy that would just whine about every little thing he grabs out of like catering? Oh, I see you've seen Goodfellas. Oh, no, I have not seen Goodfellas. Well, then that's pretty much what happens in Goodfellas. Yeah, and just, you know, Mel Gibson's like trying to have his coffee, you know, read the newspaper or whatever he was doing at the time in 2000, whatever, and probably just like his eyes twitching, hearing Joe Pesci nonstop whining. And that's when he like finally had a mental breakdown. Goodfellas Part 2. The band's back together. <laughs> Just shows a bunch of coffins. <laughs> yeah. Especially after they did the job. <laughs> oh, man. You know, the same can be said about all that cool stuff that's on TV. Actually, I saw a bunch of uh, Pesci films on there. I didn't bother to, you know, add anything, but I was like, like, like my cousin Vinny, for instance. I hated that movie. Why? It sucked. No. No. No, Alan. You do not get to say that, alright? Well, actually, yeah, you do, because I do accept other people's opinion. But that is the wrong one, Alan. Alright? You know, just for that, we're going to watch Sister Act 2. On that note, I like the, um... Yeah, I'm going to cry for a few hours. I ain't watching Sister Act 2 again. Oh, yes, you are. We're going to watch Whoopi Goldberg try to be a soul singer and everything again. Yep. And try to be funny, Al. And try to be funny. But for Whoopi Goldberg, that's an impossibility. Oh, come on, dude. You like Theodore Rex. Not because of her. Oh, yeah? Why? No, the best part was, like, the kid getting captured in the arcade. That was hilarious. (laughs) Yeah, like, he was, like, playing an arcade game or something, and, like, he gets captured. Who, Theodore Rex? No, like, the kid that they were watching. 
like that Whoopi Goldberg was watching like got captured. Oh, oh, oh god, that movie was a headache. Wait, I think no. You know what the best part of Theodore Rex was? The ridiculous plot of the evil people wanting to create another Ice Age. <laughs> yeah, that was stupid too. See, see. Whereas we talked about like how Go Fishing was, like Go Fishing was at least funny and entertaining. Theodore Rex was just full on stupid. <laughs> that was hilarious. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, no, you know exactly what I'm talking about. That, that whole damn thing was ridiculous. Wait, if they're they're going to try to wipe out the dinosaurs for an Ice Age, even though they created the dinosaurs. No, no, it's not just like it wasn't just like we're going to. It was not just the dinosaurs; it was humans too. And so they would wipe more... themselves out. Yeah, because think about it: if you had an ice age, right, you wouldn't have power. Like eventually, what happens if the power goes out? Wouldn't you just be boned? Well, I think that's what they were going for because apparently <laughs> nothing else made any damn sense. I I don't know. I oh, God, lost that movie. It was fantastic. No, damn that movie. It needs to go back where the hell it came from. It no, we're right watching. back into the cesspools of Hollywood where it needs to be at. We will, you know what? We need to go actually reenact Lord of the Rings and go on a trek to destroy this damn thing. You can be Gollum. You know what's even more ridiculous about it is when the main boss said, Oh, I see potential in your Theodore Rex. He created him. The guy that was, like, literally chasing cookies and screaming that dinosaurs feel for each other, this is the guy that, like, you see potential in? He created him, though. He cre- yeah, just because you created him does not mean you're, you're, you gotta admit your mistakes here. Yeah, the mistake that this damn movie is even being relevant right now. That's that evil enough. The movie's fantastic. It's, no, no, it's no, 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 see, 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 that's not fair. Because, because you know why? You're allowed to have this movie. But I'm allowed to have Lawnmower Man too. <laughs> All right, you're allowed no. to have that movie, but I'm allowed to have Lawnmower Man too. Lawnmower Man two was freaking awesome as well. Okay, especially when Job was so full of knowledge and tried to wipe out the real world for the virtual world. This time I have to see here. But you know what's funny? If you combine that movie and Theodore Rex, you know what you get? <laughs> An even worse movie. No, Digimon. Possibly. No, think about it. Look, look. You got dinosaurs that work and talk and and deal with people. And you got the virtual world that Job made. That he's trying to bring everybody into. Wait, I forgot. Digimon. There was a great line in the Rex when the the creepy dinosaur was trying to hit on Whoopi Goldberg. That was the only, that was actually a pretty good scene. No, 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 hold on a second. Now, there was a good scene in Lawnmower Man 2, right? When no. there was this big sword match at the end, right? <laughs> and both of them were battling. <laughs> battling for our, not not only to battle to stop Job, but to also save the physical world and the virtual world from Job. When he said, I am the savior. And it's just a big battle that goes on between him and Dr. Benjamin Trace. You know, the guy that you didn't like because you said, what's the point of this character? I said, to save us. Then what was the point of the kids? To get us to the Savior. Don't you understand? These things are in cycles, sir. You must seek to one to lead to the other. Church should have told you that. 
movie's ridiculous. I'm sorry. That no. movie was ridiculously good. I agree with you, man. No, no. I, when lo- I love was... Lawnmower Man too. It, it's beautiful, man. No, when Joe was rolling out in that wheelchair to see the sunset, I just lost it. I was like, I'm done. I can't. I, I'm done. I actually stopped watching movies for like two weeks because of that. <laughs> he was happy, all right? He regressed back to being a simple man. After he, he killed a like a hundred people. He'll he never killed... remember them. And then he did that thing in the first movie. What? To that woman. Oh, oh no, no. See, see, <laughs> let, let me tell you something, all right? All right? Just because it said Lawnmower Man 2 does not mean that it was a direct sequel, okay? It's a standalone sequel. What are you talking about? It takes you right heard after what the... I said. No, it literally, in the beginning of the movie, takes place after Lawnmower Man 1. No, 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 Allie. You see, what happened was, that was merely, merely an alternative universe that has taken place. Whereas what really happened to Job was, he split into two different ways. Because if that was the case, how'd he get his body back? And he was laid there all comatose and resting for someone to find him. To turn him into the new form of trying to be the Messiah. But he wasn't the Messiah alone. He had to figure out the Egypt chip in the Encron way so that he can become connected to digital light. Oh my god. (laughs) And if you remember clearly... He didn't know how he got his body back. He didn't know those people he killed, but he knew he had to get to Peter in order to get to Dr. Benjamin Trace. And that by getting to Dr. Benjamin Trace, he could understand Egypt. But little did he realize that he could not understand Egypt, so he had to build around Egypt, which was a flaw in his making. He was so smart, he was dumb. And Benjamin Trace knew that because he had the power in him to stop Job. By Wait, having Job guy... stop himself. Hold on a minute. Let me get this straight. This guy... <laughs> this guy could literally figure out, like, stoplights and everything like that and actually be able to move trains and do all this stuff and be able to take care of it, to completely take over entire cities and everything like that. But the dude could not figure out the continent of Egypt. He could not figure out where oh, they built the first dam. Oh, he could not done... build... He could not figure out the bridge over water, which is what limited his powers and allowed Dr. Benjamin Trace to sword fight and defeat him. Now, what's even more ridiculous ridiculous about this? This guy had, like, the entire world knowledge and he couldn't Wikipedia Egypt. There was no Wikipedia then, remember. This guy's an idiot. It was 90s then, son. It was in Carta. No, there were encyclopedias on the internet back then. Come on, well, man. Well, yeah, you could get them mailed to you at that time. But you see, the thing is, Al, it didn't happen like that because Job was trying to be the savior. He was trying to save us from the evils of the physical world into the metaphysical world. Man. And you know you can't live in cyberspace either. I mean, how are you going to eat and all that kind of stuff? They had the homeless people out there using VR actually to try to talk to Job. Remember? Probably what having a, a bunch of questions. Future. Yeah, he probably they probably had a bunch of questions like, "How are we going to pay our taxes?" Well, yeah, but not only that, they broke a window to go ahead and get those things. And guess what? Remember when they had that camera that he didn't know was a camera, but you know it was a <laughs> camera because you looked at it. That was a very beautiful movie, man. It really touches upon the idea that Benjamin Trace 
has been without a trace for a while. So he has to learn from these kids how to jack into this world. It's the worst movie ever made. In order to stop Job, okay? It was a beautiful movie, especially the soundtrack, where they're all riding in the van through the evils of the city, and people are out there rioting and all. The movie was the definition of such a 90s movie. It was ridiculous. No, 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 sir. I'd like to think that your movie that you were over here talking about was the definition of the 90s. All it needed was Shaquille O'Neal in it. Well, whereas with my movie, it really told the truth about how Facebook would be. Yeah, probably. Yeah, for sure. We, 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 yeah, probably. All that well, yeah, was was Facebook, Al. We must yeah, look then... at it again so that we can remind you of the teachings of Job. Yeah, probably. Uh... Oh, wait, wait, wait. You agree? Want to watch it again? You can watch it now. No, I'm good. I'm good. No, no, no. Now think about it. And then while we're at it, we need to go hang out with Connor McCloud on um, Highlander 3 and, and Highlander Endgame. Now, I think that's a beautiful way. Beyond beautiful. Yes, yes, it is. Well, we better go ahead and wrap this episode up then. Hopefully, we'll get the power play back on schedule. But I do got to say, though, Lawnmower Man 2, what a wonderful film. It was a film. Okay, like, and... like, it happened. And I can say the same thing about Theodore Rex. It no, happened, Theodore too. Re- no, Theodore Rex was a masterpiece. Are you no, kidding? no, it wasn't. Lawnmower Man 2 was brilliant, son. As a matter of fact, you know what? Let's take the two off of that Lawnmower Man. We'll call it Lawnmower Man, Job's War. And it was a standalone sequel. Beautiful film, by the way. Oh, I'm sure it was. Ah, uh, what, whatever. All right, then, ladies and gentlemen, that's me and my brother, Alan, and this is episode 30 of the J360 Hangouts. Thanks for enjoying it with us. We will catch you all next time, and um, stay cool till then, okay? Now, I'm the save here. Terrible. Terrible. All right, time to go. Peace, y'all. More convincing than Job.